as well as a clean solution for the first last mile and the short distance commute they strongly believe that the short commute made more efficient affordable and green they wish one day to replace big person vehicles with a smaller form of factor that does not use or require any form of fossil fuel yulu was incorporated in 2017 and in less than 3 years it is valued at over 95 million dollars now its visionary mr amit gupta is an alumnus of iit kanpur who in his early 2000s started a company called inmobi it was india's first unicorn company which catered to clients such as xiaomi and samsung inmobi is one of the fastest growing global mobile advertising network the advanced technology they use enables advertisers to discover their target audience on mobile internet sites in a measurable manner and yet again inmobi is valued at more than 4 billion dollars approximately well thank you so much mr amit for joining us on this podcast show thanks amit it's a pleasure to be speaking with you today yes sir so um So for the youth out there um we want to know what did you want to be in the future when you were 18 So honestly speaking I had no idea <laughs> <laughs> Uh having said that I think uh, I did have uh, a dream to become an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and uh, back then uh, 18 years uh, you know that you're trying to get into college and uh, I was lucky to get into IIT which uh, if you ask me what all i studied and what i remember uh, i did by the way my engineering and mechanical mm-hmm. uh, as a major i did study some design and some machines and what not but uh, if you ask me principles i will not recall them <laughs> but clearly uh, iit system uh, taught uh, most of us how mm-hmm. to learn things quickly and there's no problem which is big enough and there's no journey which cannot be achieved uh, when you put your hard work that thing actually got reinforced uh, with every semester with every course which will uh, be thrown at you and you're just four four months one semester just like a absolute bullet train type of speed and four years uh, happened in absolutely no time and uh, after that uh, i actually decided to work for a startup in bangalore Uh, back in 2000 uh, work for a small company which was into product development very similar to infosys and wipro by the way but a very small scale <clears throat> and uh, did that uh, i was uh, 
software engineer for a couple of years of my of, of my professional life. Totally enjoyed uh, being part of technology, but at the same time, I could not relate myself coding for the rest of my life. And yeah. that's where uh, I switched job, came into product management, and then uh, did some work on uh, uh, big data and analytics and strategy before starting in Mobi. Mm -hmm. So, and I was clear at least uh, that I want to be my own uh, before 30. And there was no logic, uh, by the way, uh, when should you start a company? But I had this goal uh, and I promised, I actually uh, kept my promise. Uh, Inmobi happened uh, just before uh, I turned 30. In fact, Inmobi happened a little bit later. Before that, there was another company I ran for six months. Yeah. And uh, that's how my entrepreneur journey started. Well, sir, at the age of 18, um, did you um, see that by the age of 30, I need to have a big house? I, should, I need to have like a Mercedes or a BMW. <laughs> uh, I need to have, you know, all the luxuries of life. But what were you imagining that your life will be in the next 25 years to come when you were, especially at the age of 18? Yeah. So uh, I'll not ca call myself as a car freak. Uh -huh. uh, I love, I love uh, you know, having luxury, but yeah. not in that form for sure. Uh, somewhere, uh, maybe, you know, you can say my upbringing where I, uh, I was, uh, I was growing up, I was spending my child in a, in a upper middle class family. And, uh, you know, we were, uh, okay in terms of uh, our own financial strengths. Uh, what was inspiring for me was again to build something. And even back then, uh, my fascination would not be fancy cars or, um, you know, do this and that. Uh, I think I was more fascinated by that. Hey, let's build this. Let's solve this. And uh, even when I was a child, I saw my my parents and and my cousins. Uh, they were, although they, it was very different world, but they were also entrepreneur, uh, which is 99% uh, of the cases in India. So yeah. trying to run a business, establish something. So that was more uh, exciting thing for me. Now, sir, um, what was going on in, in your mindset, especially when um, uh, of seizing every opportunity, you know, like yeah. taking IIT Kanpur, okay, working because I, we all know that it isn't easy to get into an IIT. You have 1% chance out of 10 lakh students. So um, what was the mindset? How were you going to plan your life? Because you yourself mentioned in a couple of interviews I was reading that you were the first person in your family to get higher education. And um, so what made you say, let me grasp that opportunity? You know, many people take it for granted these days, but what made you say, let me just go for it? Yeah. So probably I never imagined, as I said, uh, getting into IT as my goal when I was in high school. Uh, but uh, I would actually give credit to two things, actually three things. Uh, first thing, uh, being in Kanpur, uh, IIT bus used to pass not too far from my home. And I used to look at that. So uh, the college was very far uh, from the outskirts in the city. And then they used to have a bus ferrying people from the city who were working for them and also connecting the railway station. And I used to look at the kids over there, like students, and I was uh, used to get fascinated at how cool they, they are. Uh, but somehow that connection that, okay, you know, I, sh I can be also sitting in that bus one day uh, that was not very strong, uh, at least in my own head. 
okay and then uh, but i i was fascinated by that for sure uh, second thing is uh, a nudge from my mother uh, and my father and more mother and my father uh, in that sequence order <clears throat> who thought that hey you know why don't you uh, and i was a badly decent in, in studies and uh, because of that my uh, circle of friends were also uh, like that and uh, my mother nudged me that hey you know why don't you study and and maybe go for a little bit higher education than most of uh, the other family members and the second the third thing was uh, actually the, the the friends i used to hang out they actually got into iit so unfortunately i didn't make it uh, in my first attempt but when i saw that people around me they all got into uh, iits and good schools then i was like you know what yeah i was just like them uh, where did i miss and uh, with little bit retrospect in inspection about thinking about myself uh, it's like no no it's not a big deal so somewhere that mindset that you know this is not big enough this goal is achievable uh, was missing uh, when i uh, just gave iit for the examination for the heck of it and uh, i did get very close uh, i actually scored uh, uh, i would say a marks which, which which got me close to 3500 rank okay. those days iit used to take 2700 people mm-hmm. and uh, i was just there uh which uh, i was like okay i could have worked a little bit harder and that's how i got into uh, college and uh, i clearly understood that it is not unachievable if i fix these two three things and i think the biggest thing was my own mindset uh, so, so that is the actually every scenario that you came across or every opportunity you said it's achievable let me just give it a shot and it was of course on your interest as well so you just said let me go for it if not me who else yeah so from that moment i think now uh, this moment i don't get uh, overwhelmed with the complexity i i think that everything is achievable uh, as long as you are passionate about it and you give yourself uh, 200% and same thing happened with in mobi uh, we were chasing something which was not existing uh 2007 there was no smartphone no iphone android and a bunch of us were crazy enough to believe that uh, advertisements uh, will happen on the small form factor and 10 years later we actually saw how advertising on mobile became the largest mode ahead of tv print <clears throat> pc etc and back then it was un- not unthinkable uh same is journey with yuru when i started uh, along with my other co-founders uh people just said that hey it's not going to happen uh, yes it can happen in some european city or it can happen in blah but uh, there's no infrastructure there's no habit look at the air quality look at this and that uh but since the upbringing as you can see yeah. that you have this notion that okay uh, the problem is big Uh, if we put uh, our heart and soul uh, it will happen so i'll not say that uh, the bird has or the country has transformed but now with at least uh, uh, we have now 10000 electric vehicles and close to 8000 manual vehicles we know for sure what is the operating template and we now know the path to scale this mm-hmm. and what 
was there in three years, it was more about the wish that, hey, let's crack this problem. Now we have a very legitimate and very uh, strong foundation. So we clearly know how to achieve our vision. Uh, it will take some time. It's not going to happen overnight, but uh, now we know. So we are, uh, we are very, very confident about our future and our ability to achieve our dream. <clears throat> So, um, so you come from a business family, if I'm not, if I'm yeah. not, so it's in your, basically it's in your blood to, um, start a company <laughs> and so you can always, um, and, um, basically in the early two thousands, um, you were always given the option of start of starting your career in a big MNC, but, um, from what I've read about you, you always chose to go towards the startups yeah. and so what was that you were looking for in this startup? What did you want to learn from this very startup? You know, and, and what did you feel that the startup environment will give you, especially it being new in India, first of all, during the first time, and yep. what a big MNC did not? Correct. So what happens, uh, uh, at least that understanding was very clear uh, that I need to start up something on my own. And I also, <clears throat> I would say clearer that... Uh, I need not to go back to my family business because mm -hmm. that option was always there. You know, I can go and set up something new, but uh, because of my first uh, couple of years with the software for my work with start startup, I got fascinated with technology and what uh, it's going to do to the world. And uh, uh, then the path was that if I have to be doing something, I cannot get that guidance from my, my own family or family business. I need to venture out. I need to learn from someone who has been doing it. And what happens that at least big companies, while you get big batch and little bit more assuredness of, uh, of your future and what you're going to happen, but the learning is not that deep. And uh, you will be, as I said, you know, one brick in, uh, in that wall of the building, you don't know what's happening. So that at least uh, led me to not work with big companies and uh, I don't recall uh, whom all I spoke with, but maybe I was at least have that maturity that if I need to be starting something my own, then uh, I need to be working with some of the founders directly. So that's how my journey shaped up. Uh, so I worked for uh, three companies before uh, starting my own. It also said that if you work in a startup, you get like an entire structural experience rather than just one in one pillar. Of, Correct. Uh, so is that what you were looking for as well to embrace uh, not only the engineering to lab you learn but and product development but also other various um, yeah yeah um so my next question is um <laughs> what are the ingredients to success you and your team at inmobi and at yulu used to make it one of the fastest unicorns in india yeah so to start with uh, clearly there's a there's a problem or opportunity of working up, going after. Uh, call it a vision, call it a mission, call it a dream, whatever you want to say. And assume if it is uh, big enough, exciting enough, then your ability to form a founding team, basically a group, group of folks who think uh, of the dream in a same manner, mm -hmm. right? So outside of the vision your 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 key problem opportunity 
how you create your co-founding team is uh, probably the next biggest important thing. Mm-hmm. Once these two things are in place, then uh, certainly you need someone who will fund you. Uh, you don't have a bank balance, right? Uh, so you go try to look for uh, angel funding, venture funding, etc. And if these three things are in place, then fourth thing happens with your core team. Because ultimately you need uh, a team beyond your co-founding team who will go work, code, sell, market, and, and, and whatnot. And I think if these four things are in place, then many other things will happen on its own. Uh, sometime uh, startups fail because their market was not right. A uh, lot of things can happen. But I believe that uh, all of these things are secondary. Your your team and your oxygen, which is funded, let's say, you know, given by the VCs, that is the most important thing, uh, uh, which is uh, critical for any any startup. And why I'm saying that sometimes uh, you are fascinated with something and your path is X, but you may pivot. Mm-hmm. That thing happened within Mobi also. When we started, the company name was also not in Mobi because M Coach. We were trying to do something on SMS. After getting into the journey for almost six months, we realized that, you know what, probably there's no advertising opportunity on SMS. Mm-hmm. It's something else. So we didn't change the North Star. We actually understood that, you know, probably advertising is not going to happen on SMS, it's going to happen on mobile internet. And wow. that's the that's a pivot, you can say, minor pivot we can we did uh, with Yulu. Uh, I'll not say pivot, pivot, but clearly, you know, we thought uh, maybe bicycles will do wonders. But after uh, six months of usage, we found out that people are actually using them only for 1.5 kilometer. Okay. And the problem statement we wanted to cover was five kilometer, where someone can pick up uh, these small little vehicles and go to a metro station, metro station to office, et cetera. Where in India, the average distance uh, of first mile, last mile is around 3.5 kilometer to four kilometer. So if we have to solve for that and that in the context of not only Bangalore, but also Delhi, Bombay, where the weather is not on your side. So we needed a motorized solution and that's where uh, your miracle, which is our EV product came into picture. So we were obsessed with the problem. We were never have emotions about our solution. I think that's an important thing. So if you stack order the important thing, so vision, co-founding team, money, your core team, and then product, this is how basically things will come in sequence order. Okay. Those are the keys to your success. Yeah. So, um, there are millions of students in this world who often take up a subject for the hype of it or that it's an upcoming sector or because their family advises them to do it, even though they have like a small passion elsewhere. As a person who's been in their shoes from a mechanical engineer at IIT Kanpur to building companies with which use the most complex technology, such as IoT, um, what do you have to say to them and uh, how do they go about their next step? So first thing first, uh, chill. <laughs> what you will, <clears throat> what you will uh, study, uh, you probably will not be using them all. 
for example mm-hmm. my mechanical engineering is being used for the first time when i started you do okay that okay. too very little that too very little uh, because there's no gear there's no combustion engine in in my vehicle uh having said that i think when you learn something you are building a muscle uh to figure something out and it is okay it is absolutely okay that uh, you did this course on data sciences you did this course on maybe a psychology uh, or some design thinking you don't know what all things are coming into picture and play when you are applying your collective knowledge to a problem i don't know if you have heard but steve jobs mm-hmm. he actually gives a very huge credit to his success in his life professional life to some of the art he actually learned during his uh, his life imagine uh, uh, i think the way uh, they introduced fonts or the way designed uh, the, the whole notion of obsession for design it did not come by learning maths maybe by science uh, it came from something else imagination yeah and and by the way just to flip the argument uh, if let's say you are you are good with arts and somehow you get chance to learn maths that's also not bad either so i'm not taking a, a side all i'm saying that today when you are applying your uh, apply yourself to a problem then it is not just one subject mm-hmm. it is uh, chemistry physics maths biology psychology sociology history geography what not everything comes into play and uh, and and I, i know i gave you a very long answer but uh, whatever you can learn mm-hmm. uh, just go for it i think uh, we have infinite capability to learn new things uh, never say no to a learning opportunity uh, even if uh, it may may not give you immediate gain but somewhere in your life uh, you will say yeah i did that and uh, the connect the dot thing will happen automatically and right. you will see a word very differently so like um but do you say that even if i study you know english or psychology for example um i can still you know it does not have to i don't need a business degree to start a business i can also do english and psychology and start a business it's all about you know learning different uh, subjects at your prime age and yes. that develops so mind. what did i say you know you cannot crack the puzzle on your own you need a co-founding team yeah. where things will be complementary then you need a core team who will be complementing the co-founding team so mm-hmm. never ever have this notion that you are building a one man army uh yes you can create a, maybe a pani puri stall that's not bad by the way yeah. uh, but even there you need some skill sets uh, collective skill sets so uh, you know if you are picking up a big problem you do need a team uh, and uh, it is okay that you know everyone is good with or great with one thing which is part of the larger picture mm-hmm. yeah so um you as a startup as a person who's been in the startup you recruit a number of people in the age of 20 to 30 and uh, what are the key ingredients you love to see in them the, the youth of today of yeah. these three which play the biggest role in shaping them to be an all-rounder entrepreneur an all-rounder entrepreneur i mean a person who is um good with people a person who knows how to think on his feet and uh, more along the same lines you know can is very very good in making decisions and what not 
what are yeah. the key ingredients you love to so i would say that uh, the two most important uh, thing which at least i look for is this uh, your spark in the eye right mm-hmm. you are passionate about something you you naturally get excited about that subject that problem right and the second thing your ability to learn uh, uh i don't think so in today's world you can ever expect everyone to know uh, anyone to know by the uh, for that matter everything but if you have uh, that conviction or that excitement about that problem and you have ability and this is where the capability comes into picture you can also figure it out right yeah these two things actually just does uh, uh, do wonder uh, where your zeal to do something and your ability uh, mm-hmm. uh, will just come together and you will achieve that result for sure and the last point sir one and more so these are as i said two things okay. and then the third element which is actually uh, uh, kind of a interest making these two points stronger is your ability to not let it go so uh-huh. you may be uh, you know uh, passionate about it you are intelligent but if you don't do hard work yes. because sometimes when you are getting into a new arena uh, your intelligence can be only for few topics you cannot be genius in maths and science and and physics and biology and what not right so you still go and crack that piece because ultimately it is a picture which has to come together you cannot just have one portion in the scenery and uh, these three things you put it in any context the answer is always affirmative uh, is a is a winning answer all the time um so the, now i'm going to bring my the light towards covid and your company um during times like this where the world has come to a pause and the movement of us the common man is restricted nowadays we think twice before everything we do where we go how we can mute and what we touch in public um these difficult times has had an impact on us yulu especially um what do you have to say on how the company will recover from the major external setback and what you and your team feel about this especially after starting 3 years ago sure so first thing you know uh, none of us predicted this or planned for this movement to happen in our life uh, at the same time i would say that uh, we are very very fortunate and lucky where yulu actually has been the fastest uh, recovered company in mobility sector okay and uh, the reason is uh, if you look at any vehicle which is not yours so your vehicle is always safe but if you're talking about a public vehicle then the safety comes from touching unknown surface or not being touching or being in 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 the company of someone else yulu fortunately is a single seater you are the only person you are breathing uh, open air so you're not breathing an air conditioned environment and the touch point is only 3 so you touch to uh, handlebar and one seat bar to lift the uh, the vehicle for the stand versus more than 15 touch points in an auto more than 30 touch point in the car and god knows how many in bus or in metro so and service like you you don't have to talk to anyone you just go scan your qr code and go so there's no one you are interacting so you're not interacting with anyone whatsoever so there's no driver there's no co passenger there's only three touch points and 
you're only basically using it for less than half an hour. So you get on the vehicle, you use it and sanitize your hands after usage, you are sorted. So this actually became the safest way for you to move around. And this is not just Yulu, but philosophy, which is a very broad philosophy like ours across the globe, they have seen the fastest recovery of business. So just for your knowledge, we are already crossed our pre-corona numbers mm -hmm. uh, back in September. So uh, we are behind, uh, you know, all of those tough times. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for entrepreneurs like you who, um, who have a vision, um, to quit and stop everything is going to be the most difficult thing. So my question says, when you left Inmobi, a company which you co-founded and built for almost 14 years, um, what made you get back in the game? Um, after, like I said, calling it quits and wanting to retire is one of the most difficult things for people uh, like you as entrepreneurs. Yeah. So uh, the way the 30 years was a milestone for me, to start something, uh, 40 years was the milestone for me to retire. Mm -hmm. And and I was approaching 40 years, uh, looked around, uh, it was like you're, you're in a bullet train, moving very fast and you're saying, oh, suddenly stop. And mm -hmm. I couldn't relate with that state of my life. Uh, thought more that, you know, uh, maybe I was not right uh, with uh, picking up this goal at 40. So what else? Uh, and I think it was loud and clear that uh, there's something which is still itching in my head and my heart. Uh, I want to do something for the social impact. Mm -hmm. And that's where uh, the idea of Yulu came into picture, where uh, you know I thought, let me pick up a problem, solve it with uh, whatever I've learned so far, uh, namely technology and entrepreneurship. And that's how Yulu happened. I think. Uh, in Mobi was an amazing journey. I'm still uh, emotionally and whatever way you can say, I'm, I'm, I'm connected uh, within Mobi. But uh, I, I realized that, you know, if I want to pick up this problem, do this, then uh, unfortunately it was not an option at In Mobi. In Mobi was a different uh, business and, and vision. Uh, so it was more the joy and uh, I think my own true finding to pick up, do this and moving to do this rather than leaving in movie. So uh, that's how I look at it. So you don't leave something, you sometime understand that, okay, this is also important. And if you don't do it right now, uh, maybe you'll not have this opportunity for the rest of your life. So don't have that regret, uh, jump on that. Yeah. Last couple of questions. Sam. Um, so in a recent interview, you said, um, you wanted to make a difference in society and uh, you chose solving traffic and as a Bangalorean, I thank you so, so much. So solving traffic is one of the biggest problems we face. So, but what sparked that idea? What was that trigger you got that, and how did you connect the dots initially when you wanted sure. to? Execute? So I think the biggest, uh, uh, and the valuable triggers are the one where that problem or the opportunity is deeply linked with you. So I know like a lot of entrepreneurs who have a personal story. Uh, you know, one of the entrepreneurs I was talking with, uh, she, she has uh, created a device uh, which detects early breast cancer. Mm -hmm. 
so she lost her uh, her cousin uh, and her her uh, husband's cousin literally in a matter of uh, one year and she was a computer science engineer uh, and she got really really you know pissed off you know what the hell let me do something so she ended up creating a company called lirmai right mm-hmm. i've heard about I've yeah, heard about. very, very, you know, Gita, uh, very inspired with her journey. Uh, at least in my case, the association was also very personal, uh, where my uh, time from my home to my Inmobi office used to take seven minutes uh, when we moved in here to this new office many years ago. And then it started becoming uh, bad. And for some time, I was also, I moved to US. And uh, when I came back, that situation actually became super worse. So what happens that when you are living in a problem, it's like a frog in a hot water problem, right? You don't feel uh, that it's so hot, but you are out and then come back, you suddenly feel mad at it, you know, oh my goodness, this is super bad. So I had the same reaction. uh, And I thought that if there's a problem which is bugging me, uh, my every friend, every colleague at Inmobi, Anyone you talk to, so everyone was like so fed up of uh, traffic problem. So that's how I picked it. Uh, I thought that this is a problem which will remind me of my vision every day. Uh, I will have more drive mm-hmm. to to solve that. So that's how I, it it happened. And then air quality uh, was also a big uh, boom. You coming from a different bird, and then suddenly you are finding things not being all right. And uh, these two problems, by the way, are linked. So 40% of your air pollution is happening because of the poor air quality. Yeah. Uh, sorry, poor uh, traffic and, and the gas, uh, the emission we do. So uh, if we fix, if we make our mobility sustainable, we're also impacting our air quality in a very meaningful manner. So that's how these two things came into picture. Uh, and we started working towards that. I mean, connecting the dots, uh, that's what I wanted to know. How you, from, from just like a, a problem, how did you make it a solution? So um, that is the, thank you, sir, for alluding on that. Um, so the next is related in terms of education. Um, do you re- recommend uh, education outside India or uh, in India as of 2020, considering like the emerging market is going to be India in the next couple of years and it's forecasted? And the, the scenario of jobs external in the United States, the UK of the restrictions and if the large exp- expense. So considering all of the factors, what do you see as uh, education in India? So it's a controversial topic for sure. Uh, I can tell you my own personal story. Uh, so both me and my wife, uh, we actually studied in India and uh, I have no regrets whatsoever, right? Because life takes you where you really need to be and you're destined to be. Uh, Now I have a son who is actually now in 12th grade. And earlier we had a wish that he should study in India. Uh, And uh, that's how, you know, we were putting him to a right school and the board, etc. as you know. But I think uh, when he looked around, the friend circle he was moving with, uh, he actually wants to go outside of India. Mm-hmm. Uh, which country he goes, uh, we, we do not know. But uh, there's a high likelihood he will be going outside of India. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, uh, we are okay. 
for his decision and we support him now if i give you a generic answer by the way uh, which is uh, which can be used as framework because i i don't think so the answer is go to india go to singapore or go to us or uk i think as long as you are using that learning opportunity to the max uh whatever is your potential and and, and the time you have got i think that is good enough mm-hmm. uh if you can get into a school or a college which has got a little bit more better reputation it actually helps in opening more doors uh, it's like a credibility people look for those badges yeah. trust me if you have a badge or you do not have a badge the person which is you does not change at the same time when investors for example they look okay this guy went to this school this guy went to this company etc it increases your credibility but is that the end game answer is no because you as an individual can have this wake up moment wake up call any point in your life where you just become a different person which is so passionate about that particular thing and you will achieve that and the moment you achieve it the world will look at you so i will never uh, be worried uh, and especially the young friends uh, you know who are even younger than certainly you uh, doesn't matter as long as you are using that opportunity to learn and uh, this will take you forward one fine day you will figure out your true calling and mm-hmm. i i hope uh, you will put yourself 100% on that and the magic will happen so that's how i look at it on uh, said where do you see so, the electric vehicle market completely develop in india where around 50% of all the cars in india even the car you'll have at home is electric when will that age come yeah so i think in india our uh, car ownership in general is very very low uh, just to give you a stats for every 1000 people we have 25 cars okay. same number for united states is 850 okay so we are order of magnitude uh, away and i have no reason to believe that this 25 uh, cars per 1000 people will become even 50 mm-hmm. and the reason is we you know even with 25 look at the road you don't have space right i think our uh, answer for india probably lies in a smaller form factor and because of goodness thought that you get from electric vehicle a uh, majority of them will be electric okay. if you sequence order the first thing that is going to get converted into electric will be a shared uh, electric two wheelers what you do is doing because as a consumer you don't have to worry about who will charge what i do how do i repair maintain is all taken care by someone else second thing which will get electrified is the last mile delivery where the grocery that comes to your home the swiggy guy zomato guy they will be forced either by economic reason or by policy reason so that will become the electrification next and the third thing will happen that people will buy their own personal two wheeler because that's a large market in india and fourth thing will happen the the personal car uh, which will be the last uh, in the stack and uh, i think if i forget the car which as i said is a smaller market in india this two wheeler electrification and maybe three wheeler electrification uh, should happen you know uh, in this decade so i have no reason to believe that 
2031, uh, anyone will be buying a petrol scooter uh, for sure in India. Mm-hmm. The reason why I asked this is like it's just not pertaining to the yes. I wanted your insight in the electric market, sir. But I also wanted to see how a person. This is for the youth out there. How a person should break down any industry they should go to. You know, like like you said, first the research, of course. and then breaking down that very structure on you know what the society uses what they use i wanted to understand how you as a ceo would see the entire industry sure so uh, i have a different theory for that i think uh, uh, when you look at uh, your larger career choices i'm not saying that immediate thing uh, apply your heart rather than your mind uh, mind should uh, because heart tells you the true north mind never tells you the true north uh, once you get that then apply your mind to filter uh, those you know those selection criteria and uh, doesn't matter anyway every 10 years uh, whatever you are doing will get changed uh, i'm i'm sure that uh, no one will start an in mobi uh, in 2021 uh, and i'm sure that no one will start a yulu in 2031 uh, there's a time uh, of every problem and it keeps on changing so it doesn't matter uh, if you for example particularly the the age group you are in unless you are getting into let's say professional world next year mm-hmm. uh, don't, don't have to worry about it finish your college figure things out see what you are going to love put yourself uh, things will things will be all right you don't have I'm to follow the you don't have to follow the rat race oh my goodness fintech is hot oh my goodness ai is hot but there is nothing called all of these things doesn't matter as long as you are uh, working in an industry in a domain uh, where you see uh, excitement you are learning something i think that is uh, that is great every problem is worth solving uh, there is no boring problem by the way by nature the reason why i was smiling so much when you said the follow your heart and not your mind is because it's somewhat the opposite for me whenever i think oh this answer this mcq 25% chance i have of getting it you know i put my heart like option a is right unfortunately it was not option a <laughs> so for me it's quite the opposite sir. and one last question sir i mean the entire to- time with you spent with you over here you've always spo- i've always asked you questions for the youth but um the last keynote you would like to you know at least some the youth should take out what would you like to tell the youth of today yeah so you mention about uh, other countries going education etc uh, i actually purposefully did not uh, talk about one more thing which is important uh, no matter wherever you are studying uh, go to whatever country whatever state doesn't matter uh, i think the people who are uh, indian should solve indian problem come back so if you if you happen to go to hong kong uh, i would like you to come back pick up a problem for indians solve it uh, and uh, what i'm actually indirectly saying that uh, doesn't matter where your education but your current bhumi which is your employment and you know your your work uh, should impact india in some shape or form and you're not doing it for philanthropy or charity i think india is actually is a country of opportunity uh, and this is where the action is for next 10 to 20 years so uh, don't waste your time in some 
cool place which is just way too relaxed and whatever uh, that's not where the fun is uh, in a sense that the nation building is is should be an agenda for each one of you and uh, what i wish and hope is if our brightest mind uh, even if they go outside uh, get even brighter should come back <laughs> and sense solve our problem uh, our country will be very different uh, and i think it, it will that's the only template uh, we cannot expect our political leaders uh, to solve all the problems uh, it's our country we need to solve it so that's the last message i have uh, for your audience so i would like to say thank you from my side sir and everyone out there for you giving us the time and spending with, um your precious time with us today and a big shout out to my school because all the students in our school we use the yulu uh, electric vehicle and uh, we thank you so so much uh, for giving us the five free rides coupon because that's the only thing we made use of. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once again sir thank you so much and uh, ladies and gentlemen that was mr amit gupta the ceo of yulu